Coming up, are you thinking about potentially selling your app business? Well, you're about to discover the top three things that you need to set up to sell your business for its maximum value. Stay tuned. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content in the app business. We are the app marketing agency that's really going to help you growth hack your downloads from zero to 100,000. If you're already at that mark, well, we're going to help you with conversion rate optimization as well. In this video, we've got Eric Owens, who is the owner and co-founder of AppBusinessBrokers.com. He's been brokering the sale of internet business for the past 14 years and mobile apps in the past six years. He sold businesses for the big names of the app space, such as Chad Moretta, Carter Thomas, and a couple of my friends, Moyo Kome and Fritz Charles as well. His numbers are astronomical. He has sold over $40 million of businesses for over hundreds, 117 clients. I'm sure that number is growing as well. So if you want to learn more about him, go check out appbusinessbrokers.com. Without further ado, let's get into Eric's video. All right. So let's get into the top three things to set up your mobile app business to sell for maximum value. So hit me, Eric. I'm ready. Cool. Yeah. I mean, these days, it's been, the app market has been interesting. Uh, our time evolved in it where you know, we first got involved, like the apps that did well were, you know, some gimmicky stuff, you know, back then definitely it was way easier to do like the reskin mode, kind of like, you know, even crappy apps could do well and produce revenue. I think nowadays it's way more competitive. Uh, so on the buyer side these days, we're seeing buyers more interested where in buying stuff where it's a higher quality app and they'll pay a premium price for that. Uh, as long as it's still, you know, if it's growing and it's like I said, some premium higher quality app, they'd rather acquire that just one single app than a whole portfolio of other apps that even if the portfolio of crappy apps made more money for the, the more high quality single app purchase up scenario uh, or a small portfolio of, uh, of apps. I see the days of doing like the 100, 200 apps that, you know, do revenue buyers look at that now and just kind of go like, man, I got to like maintain those apps and do updates. And even if it's not expensive, it's like requires their mental bandwidth to manage it go through and do that. So uh, that's been one new, new interesting trend. Um, other thing too has been nowadays, uh, we're actually taking on a few new listings for subscription apps, where if you're in a niche where it can justify doing a subscription model, there's huge demand on the buyer side for that. I mean, definitely. If I did encourage someone starting out on a way to go, be like, go, go research niches where you could do subscription apps and focus on that. It's funny. I just did a, sorry, Eric, not to interrupt, but like, I just did a video where there was a celebrity voice changer app that was making like $2 million according to, you know, the sources that I have, but $2 million a month. And I was like, holy cow. And people like really liked the video. All they did was like audit the video. I was like, here's what the video does. It makes $2 million or here's what the app does. And it's, and I found a couple of different niche, niches that are making pretty decent money, like hundred grand a month with subscriptions. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know like the photo video stuff has been popular like that probably ever since people started doing subscription apps. But yeah, there's all sorts of niches I think that people haven't done it in yet that you know consumers would pay for. So that's all that really matters. Is it as simple as getting 
some of the assets ready to go. I sold a couple of different apps like through different marketplaces for just a few thousand dollars, but it's like, you gotta have all the stuff ready. So it's almost like, hey, if you're thinking about ever selling, like make sure you've sort of have a big folder with all the assets, like all the marketing things that you've done and just have that ready to go because it's something that the buyers will want. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, we've seen that more and more. Definitely buyers have gotten more sophisticated than they were years ago. Uh, where, yeah, like we take people through a checklist of stuff to put together. And uh, one of the things is definitely you know, having all your all your assets there and ready to go so that when you, it does actually sell, it's all set up ahead of time. makes things go much smoother and easier. Uh, one interesting thing with apps, another thing we encourage people to do is like definitely have your financials and, and analytics all good to go. Uh, these days, too, definitely the trend has been buyers not just looking at revenue, but also looking at user retention and things like that. Where in the past, you know, people may have been more focused on daily downloads and what that traffic looked like. Where now the people that are doing the, the larger deals, you know, multi-million dollar deals, definitely are focused on user acquisition and user retention and what the, the revenue and how the revenue matches up to that. So. I like that. Are they... Are buyers looking in particular for, do they have a preference between like, hey, this is my paid acquisition channel. You know, I've dominated Facebook ads. I spend a dollar here. I make $2 on subscription. Or are they more keen on like organic growth? Like, hey, I rank a lot. Well, I don't spend any money on marketing and here's how much I'm making. Yeah, there's definitely a mix. I think it seems like the ones that are uh, larger deals, it seems like you tend to almost need to do some user acquisition stuff to get the revenue up to those levels that kind of justify the higher price tag at least from what we've seen uh maybe there's some people that can do it purely with aso but on the smaller end i think you're almost better off doing that like focus on the aso stuff first and then you know you've got it going it's got revenue and then too when you have that revenue you can invest more back into it um on the user acquisition side of things all right guys that was just a snippet of the video that you would get if you had signed up for the App Masters Virtual Summit. But if you're watching this after we have closed the App Masters Virtual Summit, make sure you go to appmasters.com slash summit still to check out the summit because we're gonna do something special coming up Monday. And if you're watching this way past November and way past 2018, we'll go check out appmastersacademy.com to access the archive of these amazing interviews that we've done through the App Masters Virtual Summit. So make sure you're on that email newsletter because you're going to discover when we have upcoming virtual summits. We're planning to do four in 2019. I love doing them because I've learned so much through the virtual summit. All these videos are on appmastersacademy.com. All right, make sure you hit subscribe and I'll see you on the next video. Bye. If you want to check out the video where I audit an app that's making over $2 million a month, check out the top video right there. And if you want to check out some of our most popular videos about growth hacking app downloads, well, check out the bottom video right there. Peace.